to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin Speed Athletics Department and occasionally the OVC thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thank you to our friends at CDE and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin Speed Podcast as referenced in Kanye's new album. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. So the World Series, hey, uh, remember when we predicted that was going six or seven and then the Nats absolutely beat the doors off the Astros in the first two games and we look like idiots? Hey, thanks, look everybody. Who's look who's laughing now. La- look who's the smartest baseball predicting podcast in the entire world. Yeah. Ohio Valley Conference. In, in the entire nation. Not running with the racers. Not running with the racers. They predicted a four-game sweep. Did they? I don't know. I'm going to say they did. Oh, okay. They probably did. They probably predicted a four-game uh, Astro sweep for all we know. Uh, idiots. Idiots. Anywho, uh, that was awesome. Like, Strasburg was dominant. Yeah, Steven Strasburg, Howie really, good at, really is, good at pitching. Yeah, Howie Kendrick's like this weird spark pluggy. I don't know what him and Adam Eaton are doing after all the home runs, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, my wife caught sight of that and was like, are they playing wheels on the bus? Like, Also, uh, Jack, my son, uh, is now a Nats fan. He happens to see a Gerardo Parra pinch hit with the uh, baby shark with the baby shark going down. And ba- too baby bad for you, a Braves fan. Yeah, baby shark is his jam, and <laughs> he's got both a new favorite team and a new favorite player. So that wasn't great, but uh, at least the hated Astros, favorite team of uh, – Public Enemy number seven, Stefan Nolay. Hey Stefan, why why didn't you guys put in Osuna to get to Garrett Cole? Yeah, that would have been that'd been smart. It'd been smart. No, we're gonna throw Will Harris out there for what the eighteenth straight postseason game. Well, you dance with who brung you into you don't anymore. Will Harris's arm is currently still laying on the ground it, on the Minute Maid Park mound. Yeah, his all his uh, elbow tendons and ligaments are now fettuccine. <laughs> Halloween's today. By the time you read or. By the time you read this, don't read podcasts. I'll bet that takes a while. <laughs> probably not very entertaining. By the time you listen to this, Halloween was probably yesterday. But anyway, Casey, what are you going as for Halloween this year? What am I going as? I don't have a costume. I'm going to go to the Preds game tonight. Oh, so you're going to be uh, uh, an adult. I'm going to be a hockey fan. I'm going to yeah. I'm, I'm going to be an adult for Halloween. I'm going to be a 32-year-old man trudging behind a two-year-old uh, dressed as a train. What kind of train? Thomas? No. Um... How do you dress as a train? Do you wear like a cardboard box? Do you have wheels? Can you roll? Okay, so I'm going to try to paint this picture as vividly as I can here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, he's got a little conductor's hat. Obviously. Um, the train, it's sort of a boxy felt Do you wear it like a, like the guy wearing the barrel? Going yeah. Up. You yeah, wear it with a, like the yeah, suspenders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. exactly like that. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's got, he's so short that the little fake wheels on it almost scrape the ground while he walks. Uh, he's I'm concerned he's going to wind up tripping over this thing that's nearly as tall as he is and, you know, just eating it right there on the pavement. That will be that'll be a special Halloween moment for all of you us. You guys I think. can remember that one forever. 
hey, what did we do in the sporting world of Austin P last week? Well, for the football team, they put up a 58-21 whooping of Tennessee Tech to get the guys back in the national conversation. Javon Craig accounted for seven touchdowns and outscored the entire league by himself, so he also got into the national conversation by earning CFPA National Performer of the Week honors. Once again, no stats, National Player of the Week. We're looking at you, stats. Yeah. Craig Haley, it feels like we've done something to wrong you, and that was never our intent. I don't think you're listening to this, but you should, because we will give you the case for Gus players every week. Come on the pod. Let's talk this out. Yeah, let's let's have a conversation, buddy. D'Angelo Wilson had six catches, two scores, and over 140 yards in the first quarter. And I honestly... I thought he could go for like 500. Just he was he was sort of running free and could have done basically we, whatever. We've been he saying wanted. it for weeks. Maybe maybe one day people will realize you just have to cover D'Angelo Wilson. You, you, you double D'Angelo Wilson. I you know might want to triple him. You might want to give him some safety help on the double. I, I know I know that he's the shortest of the three starting wideouts. He's faster than all of your defensive backs. Yeah, you're going to look up, and he's going to be 10 yards behind your secondary catching ball. Oh, there's D'Angelo in the end zone. Oh, oh, he's got the ball. Oh, darn, he scored. Goes rolled to 600 yards total offense for the sixth time in program history and revealed tech for the Paper Tigers we'd spent weeks telling you people they might be. Speaking of predictions that this podcast made, roll it back about, what, four, five weeks? What did we tell you about Tennessee Tech? They weren't good. That w- that's that's what the paper tigers. That's what I'm saying. We're just we're just nailing all our yeah. predictions. No, Nuster Pecas. Nuster Pecas. Soccer. They went into the last weekend knowing they needed a draw to secure a spot in the OVC Soccer Championship. Uh, they took on EIU on Friday, and the Panthers took an early lead. But in the 85th minute, Anna McPhee took a shot off an Ashley Whitaker pass. It deflected off an EIU defender and beat the Panther goalkeeper to the net to tie the game. And overtime, Mary Parker Powell made two big saves to keep the score tied. The Govs got the draw they needed and went into Sunday's match knowing they were in the postseason. Sunday's match against Belmont was Belmont was playing to get into the tournament for the Govs. All that mattered was seeding. Belmont won the match one to nothing, but hey, we get another shot at Belmont tomorrow. On the links, the Govs closed the fall with a top three finish at the Town and Country Invitational, finishing with a season-best 289 in the final round for Jessica Cathy's charges. Taylor Debman and Megan Stamps tied for six, with Stamps bouncing back in her first tournament since missing time due to injury. And all four counters shot 73 or better in the final round as the Govs put a little bow on the fall season. The men's tennis team made the trip down I-24 to Nashville for the ITA Ohio Valley Regionals last weekend. Christian Edinson and Jacob Lorino won their first doubles match but fell in the second round of the 64-team draw. The new pairing of Anton Damberg and Thiago Nuguera, Thiago Nuguera played together for the first time this fall. They dropped their match in the first round. In the 128-person singles draw, all four of the governors fell in the first round, but Christian Edinson came back and won a match in the consolation draw. And then Antoine Damberg won twice in the consolation draw to advance to the quarterfinals before his weekend ended. Watching your mind work while you tried to say Tiago Nogueira was really just a treat for everybody. Tiago I know this Nogueira. is a, I know this is an audio medium, but boy, that that was one for me. That was one that I get to cherish forever. Volleyball. No surprise, last Friday, Brooke Moore posted a double-double with 14 kills and 15 digs at Tennessee Tech. Freshman Tegan Searing t- continues to get it done. She had a f- team-high 15 kills, and Jenny Garrick-Bussey posted 20 digs in a 3-1 loss to the Golden Eagles. Saturday, the Gus fell in three to Jacksonville State. Carly Graham led the way in that match with 10 kills and three blocks. Uh, really uh, uh, a force at times on Saturday. Uh, couldn't be stopped at points, just didn't get the ball quite enough 
uh, you look for the Guffs to get her more involved as the season progresses. And basketball season is back. The women's team kicked things off with an exhibition match against Tennessee Wesleyan. It was just an exhibition, but anytime you win a game by 71 points, you've got to be happy. The Govs looked good. Ariel Gonzalez-Varner did what she always does. She had five points and five rebounds before three minutes were even off the clock in the game. Junior college point guard transfer Tehani Bindle posted a double-double in her Austin P debut. She had 14 points and 11 rebounds. She had seven assists, too, and didn't even play the full game, so might be looking at some triple-doubles down the road for her. Freshman Shaylee Kirby led the Govs in scoring with 17 points. The freshman knocked down three triples in the second half and shot 67% from the floor and 83% from downtown. Uh, the most impressive part of the game, though, was the Govs' defense. Uh, they only gave up 35 points in the whole game. They f- had 16 steals, forced 25 turnovers, and held Tennessee Wesleyan to one point in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I thought that was a misprint in the box score when I saw that. Uh, one-point quarters aren't really supposed to happen. Those are always fun. The men open exhibition play against Union and nearly put up 100 in the exhibition opener. Five Govs in double figures, led by Terry Taylor with 27 points and 10 boards. Eli Abayev had 12 and 14 in his first real action as a Gov. The newcomers got in and got started right away. Reginald G. had 14 points. Carlos Paez, 11, and Evan Henson, 13, to go with five assists. Jordan Adams got hot late, scoring all eight of his points over the final 226 of play. Piaz is all over the court. I, you know, Gino's going to be a good player. He's he's 5'10 and not exactly the most muscle-bound fellow you're ever going to meet, but he is a smart player. And I like this game. He, you, he can, the biggest thing about a point guard is can they go where they want to go on the floor, and he can he can just, all right, I'm going to go over to this spot now. All right, I'm going to circle it back up to this spot now. He can get where he's got to go, and that's one of the things you want out of a point guard. All right, that'll do it for uh, whatever this was. So we'll wrap this up and talk to Fabby Schmidt of the Austin Peay Tennis Team right after this. season, Fabian Schmidt was part of one of the greatest single-season team efforts that I think has ever been done at Austin Peay. Uh, 22 straight wins to start the season, uh, never really challenged at the OVC level, never really challenged anywhere until you reached the NCAA tournament. Uh, just all around a, an impressive and impeccable season. Now she is one of the the returners eyeing a repeat, and now she's here talking to me on the podcast and happy about it, I hope. <laughs> Fabi, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, from Germany to Clarksville, talk about the cultural transition. Um, the biggest part for me was the distance to my family at home. Um, that was my first time going to a different country by myself that far away from home. Um, and I was like most scared about the language difference because I just learned English in high school, but we never like we just learned vocabulary to a specific topic, but never like really like in discussion or like talking to other people. 
um, that was like my biggest fear and then obviously the food is really different so here's a lot of fast food we don't have at home so in Germany we only have McDonald's, KFC or Burger King that's it and then here there's so many different <laughs> restaurants that's just really cool how quickly did you get acclimated to the language and some of the barriers um pretty fast actually so um the beginning like the first three weeks in class it was kind of hard to understand the professors because depending how fast they spoke it was hard but um after the weeks i was fine i got adapted really quick to english i understand everything pretty fast and then all my teammates coaches they helped me with all of that so that was pretty good is it easier when you're in an environment like tennis where you have a lot of international players who had made that transition before you were you able to kind of draw from their experience a little bit for sure um we all know what it's like to be far away from home to be on our own and yeah i was lucky to have one german teammate helena she graduated last semester um yeah she was a big help she helped me a lot with like homework if i didn't understand something so she was really helpful with that have you kind of adopted clarksville as your home away from home definitely my team and my roommates from the golf team they're my new family here S and my coaches they're really helpful they're awesome people so yeah is do you think your experience would be different if you didn't have that community of people around you helping you if you didn't have awesome roommates or you didn't have a team full of people helping you to to make that transition definitely um having a team around you and friends make a lot of s things easier and you're not feeling that lonely so i'm not like oh, i really want to go like i'm not like really homesick a lot like sometimes i'm thinking oh yeah what would it be like to be home right now but that's like an hour and then I'm over it and then I'm just like happy to have that experience here. So you're involved with Auspice Student Athlete Advisory Committee. How important is your work with SAC and how important is the work that SAC does to the larger student athlete population? Um, I think SAC is really important for everyone because SAC is basically provides communication among athletes among athletes and non-athletes on campus and with the um, athletic administration so everyone runs smoothly. Um, SAC wants to enhance um, athletes' well-being throughout the year at SMP. so we want to improve our image among OVC and make it as strong as possible. Talk a little bit about the 2019 OVC Championship team. When did you guys know you were a special group? Um, pretty much at the beginning of the season, I think. Um, we knew that we had a really strong singles players because everyone is was really good. So the twins, Claudia and Lydia, um, they're just awesome. The whole four years they have been here, Lydia is one of the best girls the tennis team history has ever seen she won every award she could get um, as well as Claudia 
she not didn't get all the awards but she won as well as Lydia at number two and then we had a really good transfer from Kansas Tatiana she she is a really good player so she really improved our lineup um me like I was injured I came back I won basically all of my matches coming back and then our five and six um they won even though all of the matches Danielle, number six, she went like 17 and three, I think, during her whole season as a freshman coming in. Um, that was the best freshman Austin P history has seen in tennis. And then our five and six, really b good backups. They could win as at five and six as well as the other ones did. And at the start of the season, we beat MTSU and Chattanooga. That did not happen in the last I don't know, maybe 20 years. So we knew we had we beat these teams. So we were a really, really good team. And after that, we just went with it. We were like 100% sure that we are a really good team. That was like the best team Austin history has seen. And then we just had one goal, win OVC, make it to NCAAs. And that was what we wanted to achieve. What was the experience like at NCAA? It was really really cool it was just just driving there in this huge bus because normally we have a van um just going to uga number one in the nation at this time maybe they right now i don't know um that is just a different kind of university much bigger than austin p it was just amazing the atmosphere we supported each other. We were really encouraging, encouraging each other. It was just amazing. This year, you you don't have the twins. Uh, you've lost a lot of the depth that you had from a year ago, but you still have a lot of the talent. How challenging is the chance for a repeat, and how welcoming are you guys of that challenge? Yeah, we definitely lost really good players, four of them who were in the lineup last year. Um, but we are we got some new people who are really good two transfers and a freshman um and yeah we're ready to repeat we really want to win OVC again and that's our goal and we work hard for that what is your favorite word i don't really know um English or German? English or German. We're not above learning things on this podcast. Um, happy. What's your least favorite word? <laughs> mean. <laughs> Who or what inspires you? Um... People who give a hundred percent every time they s try to do something, and th people who work hard for what they wanted to achieve. What is the last book you read for fun? I think a biography of a tennis player. I think it was, um, yeah, Andrew Agassi's. The, I remember that. Open. One. That's the name of the book. It's it's really, really good. What is your worst habit? 
my worst habit probably I don't really know um I really don't know. Well, if you don't have one, that's good. <laughs> I probably have one, but <laughs> I just really don't, c I cannot think of it. What app on your phone gets the most use? WhatsApp. So I can talk to my family and friends at home. What's the most terrifying situation you've ever been in? Um, probably... Um, walking outside in the dark and then just hearing like like two days ago when it said like there was a shooting or something and then you're just like outside it, I think it, it happened one time here I was in the music building and then right outside there was my freshman year there were like police cars and there was a shooting we were locked like our music professor he locked us in the class because the police outside were looking for that guy. Oh. That was, yeah, that was really terrifying. <laughs> what is your idea of happiness? Um, being around with friends, having fun, and doing what just what you want to do without any pressure. What's your idea of misery? Being lonely and just having like no sense in life, not knowing what you want to do. What's the most embarrassing song you love? Most embarrassing song. It's a German song. It's like a children's song, I think. It's just really fun to listen to <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> What's it called? Um Um, Alemane Enchen. It's sh like it's really short. It's like when you're just like little, and it just sometimes reminds me of my childhood. And I'm just sometimes just it's in my head, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> How would you prefer to die? <laughs> I really don't want to die in <laughs> like right now, but if probably around my family and friends. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as, and why? Um, probably as an animal who could fly, because I really want to fly. What might prompt you to lie? Um, if it would protect people. What makes you hopeful? Just knowing that if even if I cannot do some stuff. I know other people have done it or can do it, so it's achievable, so I could do it. What is our purpose in life? Helping each other and making the best out of yourself, what you can do. So I know that one of the goals for this year, obviously, at the team level is to repeat. What are your personal goals? My personal goal is to, first of all, stay healthy and don't get injured because That's a good one. <laughs> I really want to play the whole season this year and um, yeah, hopefully play number one or two at the team. What about long term? What about after Austin P? What are your ambitions? 
first of all, like I really want to go back home to Germany and I want to start my life there, probably get my master's degree in, I don't know exactly what yet, but yeah, get, find an apartment at home, start my life over there and then get a job and kids some hot day, yeah. The same things everybody else wants, right? Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you here. Thank you for being part of our little family here in Clarksville. Uh, thank you for all your work with this program. And thank you for coming. Thank you. Thanks to Fabi Schmidt for coming in and giving us a few minutes of her time. As we look forward to this week, the last grueling three-game road trip takes Austin football to Richmond, Kentucky, to take on Eastern Kentucky. The stakes, the loser drops a second OVC contest and will need some help to get back in the race as the calendar turns to November. All would not be lost in this topsy-turvy league, but the margin for error would drop to absolutely nil. Strength takes on strength this week. Ostby's league-leading rush defense, which ranks 6th in FCS at 84 yards per game, takes on EKU and the OVC's leading individual rusher in Daryl McCleskey, the only player in the league averaging more than 100 yards per game on the ground. Last season, Kentel Williams blew up for more than 170 all-purpose yards in a 17-13 loss to the Colonels after EKU hauled in three picks, including a pick six. Soccer. Soccer's in the OVC soccer championship this weekend the governors will play their first weekend matches at ut martin the semifinals and championship round the next weekend will be hosted at southeast missouri the Govs are matched up with belmont on friday after ending the regular season with a match against belmont the winner of the govs and bruins will take on ut martin sunday with a trip to southeast missouri on the line to take on murray state in the semifinals the govs have got to feel good going into the postseason they've scored a goal in all but one match in the month of october and posted a season-high 18 shots in each of the last two games. By the time you hear us again, men's, men's basketball will have had both their final exhibition and their season opener off the docket. First, a Saturday night special against Lees McRae to close out the exhibition slate. Then the regular season kicks off in earnest with Oakland City, a traditional foe for the Govs, who also has a 9-0 record against with a 34-point average margin, per vic- margin of victory. Interesting to see how the rotation develops as Antoine Butler, who missed the first exhibition contest, is expected to come back into the fold. Women's basketball is going to open up their season next Tuesday when Kentucky Wesleyan comes to the Dunn Center. Uh, the Kentucky Wesleyan's a good D2 school. They return a lot of starters and made a run in the NCAA tournament last year. Should be a better test for the Governors, and you should get a better look at what the Govs rotation is going to look like this season. The newcomers played the majority of the minutes in the exhibition. Ariel Gonzalez-Varner only played 14 minutes. That's going to change. Cross country, it's OVC championship time. They'll be back in S 
or not in SIU Edwardsville, because that's a college, not a place. They'll be back in Edwardsville, Illinois, uh, where they competed in the John Flamer Invitational earlier this season. Course familiarity, always a big part of the process when you go to the OVC, so hopefully that experience will pay dividends as they get set to p- compete for the conference crown this week. It's going to be a chilly weekend across country. That's, that's cross country for you, though. The men's tennis team's going to wrap up their fall at the UTC Steve Barras Fall Classic. The Govs are going to play a Friday duel against Stephen Nolet University, UNC Asheville. I, if Stephen, if you're listening, I hope we crush you. Uh, crush like grape. Yep. Saturday, the Govs are matched up with North Alabama and Chattanooga, and they'll finish things off Sunday against Eastern Illinois. Despite how the Classic's formatted as a duels, as dual matches, there's a scoring system in place, so there will be a singles and doubles champion at the end of the weekend. Fall tennis just befuddles just me. Just the strangest thing. Everybody's got their own. This is how we're doing it, so it doesn't really count, but it kind of counts. Oh, there's there's points. Every everybody everybody does the whole thing. It's let's go let's go tennis. Let let's go tennis it out. Are you talking about you and me? No, no, no. Just our team. Tennis tennis it out. Oh yeah, they'll 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 get out there and tennis it up a lot. You know what they say in tennis? Let's do that tennis. The final home weekend for Taylor Mott and company, EIU and SIUE, come to town to take on the Govs in the Don Center. The Govs won seven in a row against EIU, beat them three to nothing back in September when Brooke Moore had 17 kills. Similar streak against SIUE. The Govs have taken five in a row on the Harwood and beat them in September the day before sweeping the Panthers. 27 digs from Jenny Garrick Bussey last time out against SIUE. And Jenna Panning, Chloe Stitt, and Brooke Moore all posted double-digit kills in the three-to-one win. Saturday is senior day? I believe it's Saturday. Pretty sure Saturday is senior day. One of these is senior day. Come to both. That way you don't miss out. Yeah, you don't want to miss out. Pretty sure Saturday is senior day. So Saturday get out makes to the sense. Dunn and support the three-time OVC champion seniors, Jenny Garrick-Bussey, Jenna Panning, Mimi Arrington, and Haley Turner. Speaking of Haley, community service opportunities, you should get in contact with Haley Jacoby. If you want that. Dynamite Segway. <laughs> 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 it looks like there's some opportunities at First Christian Church, Buddy Ball, and Manic Cafe. Loaves and Fishes, Jingle Bell Food Drive, and the Liberty Elementary Family Reading Night are also coming up soon. Advising time, advising time. Oh, thank heaven it's advising time. Get with both your major advisor and your athletic academic advisor. Get registered so you can remain in school and stuff. Yeah, that's important. That <laughs> Thanks for the drop. <laughs> Get in touch and stay in touch with us via the web and social media. Casey, if you could see your way to not awkwardly befuddling everyone, uh, tell them where they can find us on social media. You could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or you can follow us on Facebook with our official account, Austin P. Governor. Austin P. Governor. Shout out to Eric and Digital Media. Shout out to Carter Henry for helping. We need a video person, though, so Carter doesn't have to do it all. And if you want to help, come help us, please. But- Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, myself, um, the usual stats, figures, podcasts, stories, so forth and whatnot. You can find it all there at your leisure, at your fingertips. If you want to find tickets, you should get in contact with our ticket gurus, Katie Locke and her assistant, Johnny Appleseed. They've got all the information you can use to get in the game. This includes our VIP end zone experience and single game box life suite offerings. Sure. Shooty Hoop season is here. Had the season ticket pickup event Wednesday night at Strawberry Alley. It was awesome. If you missed it, you missed out. But fear not, just a few more sleeps till the start of the regular season. 
Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. Five stars, five stars. Still trying to catch Murray, so help us out there. And if you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we shout out. Lament the downfall of Western civilization. So sad. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself. Love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Hello, CC. On that beat. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where should I really even start? I got that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my across the street living large. Thinking back to the fact that they dead, thought my raps wasn't facts, so they sat with the bars. I got two phones, one need a charge. Yeah, they twins, I could tell they apart. I got big packs coming on the way. I got big stacks coming out to save. Got Lil Max with me, he the way. It's a big gap between us and the game.